Welcome to the Innovative Learning Strategies Podcast, a resource to help improve your organization's learning and development efforts. Here are your hosts, Stephanie Hubka and Christina Eames. Hello, fellow innovators. My name is Stephanie Hubka, and I am the managing partner at Protos Learning. And I'm Christina Eames with Eames Training. And we are the Innovative Learning Strategies Podcast, and we are absolutely thrilled to welcome you to our second episode. As many of you may know, our first episode launched as part of the ATD International Conference. We were thrilled to welcome some of our fellow conference attendees as guests on the podcast. Chris, as you were there to experience, we actually had some of them join us live during a session that we were running on podcasting. They were phenomenal. Yes, they were absolutely. just a wonderful group. We have some really innovative strategies that came from that. And in fact, it was really interesting to hear their definitions of what innovation means to them. But for this episode, and in fact, for what I think will end up being our first season of our podcast, we're actually going to take a look at podcasting as an innovative learning strategy. Lots of organizations are starting to use podcasting more and more. Chris, I know both of us have used podcasting with clients. Each of us have our own podcast. You actually have a couple more than I do. (laughs) And I think it's going to be really fun to bring some of our experiences and perspectives and also some of what we're seeing out there into some conversations about how all of you can use podcasting as an innovative learning strategy too. Nice. And yeah, I think it's important too that we level set like what exactly is podcasting? Because there is so many different ways of doing it. And actually, I don't know about you, but for this one, I was thinking, let's keep all of those ways open. Oh, so you can have podcasts that you release to the general public on all the podcasting platforms. Yep. They can be audio only. They can be video only. They can be both. Oh, yeah. You can have a podcast could be something that you deliver internally to your organization. And we'll go over a few things that are, you know, we've done for clients and ourselves. Yeah. Um, you can have them supplement presentations, you know, create an episode just for a presentation, maybe interviewing uh, uh, the SEO of a company if you're doing a speech there. So yep. we want to say maybe for this term, for podcasting, the sky's the limit. I think it really is. Honestly, I, what I love about it is how versatile it is. Mm-hmm. You can incorporate podcasting into pretty much anything that you are working on. And in fact, that kind of leads into what some of the benefits are about podcasting. One of the things I love the most about it is the fact that you can really define what podcasting looks like and what success mm-hmm. is going to look like for you. I know for a lot of the organizations that I have worked with, Podcasting has felt a little daunting, but when Mm. people realize that episodes don't have to be an hour long, they can be five or 10 minutes long, they can feature internal speakers or external speakers, it becomes a really nice way to be able to showcase some of the great things happening within an organization. Yeah. Well, and even out there for those entrepreneurs, right? We can, oh, you can launch a podcast to do content marketing for your company. Yeah. To, at little to no cost. I mean, when we both started out, uh, we used, it was, very little investment on our part because we used a lot of the tools uh, that we already have. Mm. So we we just had to step up a little bit with the budget. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's also a question we often get, which is, what do you do about budget? Where do you start? And in fact, maybe that's a, a good segue into something that we put together for our ETD session. And something I think many of you will probably find valuable. We're going to start today, I think, just a quick overview of what we call the podcast roadmap. It's a 
it's exactly what it sounds like. It's a roadmap that takes you through a lot of the thinking and the doing that you will need to consider as you're building your first podcast. We're going to go far more in depth in some of our upcoming episodes on some of these areas. But what do you think, Chris, for today? Do you want to start with a quick overview of some of the key topics, considerations, really those stops along the roadmap that we all want to keep in mind as we're thinking about what podcasting can do for us? Absolutely. I love it. So we'll cover it high level here, folks. We will go in more detail into future episodes. And we are giving you at no cost Mm. access to uh, our online course that we created for this. Yeah. We'll share more about that as we wrap up today too. But our session attendees had a chance to walk away with, I think it ended up being close to an hour's worth of additional supplemental content on all of these considerations. And As a listener, a a member of our community here, we'd love for you to have access to those resources too. So we'll share a little bit more about those as we wrap up. But I think as as far as getting started, probably the most obvious place is with your strategy. Yes. And I know, Chris, you have a couple of podcasts that you have launched over the years. I have a podcast. uh, It's not in the talent development or learning space. It's a true crime podcast. But Whenever you're thinking about podcasting, you start with a strategy. Hmm. Usually that strategy is going to guide you through some of the key thoughts and considerations, who your audience is and what your messaging is going to look like. Those are some of the places that I typically start with strategy. Are those pretty aligned with what you look at for strategic ideas? And there are so many different strategies Mm. that one can have. Aren't there ever? Right? Yeah. Like, for example, with mine, it was content marketing for my business. Ah. It's the first one that started out. Uh, With ours, uh, for the Beltway broadcast, the one before that we launched, right? With Helena Hodges. (laughs) Uh, That is for our members. This one, we're just having fun. That's right. Running a, a, a thing. Um, my other one, what a life is an escape room is just because that brings me joy, which oh. I have a feeling is, is similar to, to yours because you love travel. It, you know, it is, but it's, it's a slightly different take on that. So my podcast <laughs> is called Take to the Sky. It is the air disaster podcast and <laughs> it was born mostly from curiosity. Mm-hmm. Uh, my co-host and I were more or less curious about how things like air disasters contribute to what we now know is safe travel. And I think it's an interesting way to approach podcasting. Sometimes a podcast is born out of your own curiosity, the things that you just want to learn more about. For us, it gave us a platform to do some storytelling, but also really dig deep into a topic we were otherwise uninformed about. And what has resulted from that? I'm not going to say we are pilots or mechanics or engineers (laughs) at this point, but I will say we've learned a lot. And that's one of the great benefits, but also a really good strategic consideration to make too. Absolutely. So could you fly a plane if you needed to? (laughs) You know, funny. We've talked about that. I think if no other hands went up, I'd probably put mine up. But with the caveat that I've just did some homework on this. If you you want to put me in there in a stressful situation, that is at your own risk. But if that call came out, I think people would probably be willing to bring me up. So my, I guess my statement would be no, I never, ever want to be in that position. Never, ever, ever. Never, ever. (laughs) Oh, okay. So, So the next stop on our roadmap 
is goal setting. I love this. Can you give us an overview of that? Yeah. And I think goal setting is one of those things that you probably, you might even want to begin there before you talk about strategy. Strategy is probably very important as far as your launching point. But when you're thinking about your goals, this really is your why. And in fact, we've just shared a little bit about some of our why, but your goal setting is going to be where, you know, where you want to take your podcast? What is the purpose? Do you actually have goals set forth? So for example, for Take to the Sky, part of our goal was curiosity, but part of it also was to elevate some of the stories that are otherwise unknown or not talked about quite so much. And I know for you, Chris, yours have ranged quite a bit. Yes. Yeah. 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 And it's it's neat how the strategy and the goals you know, they align, align so, so perfectly. Much. Yeah. And they should. So, oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So while having a strategy of maybe content marketing would be that, so the goals would be, you know, getting known out in different areas, yep. getting, um, certain, uh, getting access to different people's, mm. uh, networks yeah. to, to elevate your podcast. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. a lot there. Yeah. And I know a lot of the clients I work with too, this is a spot where they really start to shine as well. Because a lot of times they have a goal of taking content that they have, but bringing it to life in a different way. We have all sat through online courses or instructor-led trainings and thought, you know, the hours sometimes creep by a little bit. You (laughs) wish maybe there were a bit of variety. Podcasting is really interesting to a lot of people. I think there is something like, I don't remember how many podcasts are out there. It's like 5 million of them these days. They reach enormous audiences and there's a reason for that. So it may be that your goal is to get your content in front of your learners in a new and more engaging way. an opportunity to meet them where they are. It it could also be advertising things happening within your organization. Mm -hmm. If your audience happens to be internal, it's going to be more learner-focused, maybe. External, it might be more about that content marketing. But your goals are really going to help you to determine what you're you're looking for and what some of the answers to those questions are. Absolutely. And I think the next stop on the roadmap, uh, this is the one where everybody kind of gets nervous. (laughs) Once you know where you're going, you also need to know how much it's going to cost you to get there. So budgeting becomes a really important thing to think about. One of the pieces of good news, I know we shared this during our session, and this is something that both of us talk about quite a bit. You actually don't need to make an enormous upfront investment when it comes to podcasting. But it is a good idea to set a budget. And I often recommend people set a relatively low budget as they're figuring out whether or not podcasting is for them. Don't spend thousands of dollars on a studio only to find out you don't really love doing it or (laughs) it's not the right strategy for you. But setting that budget is awfully important. Absolutely. Yeah. And it, I think it do depends on how much you're going to spend on whether you're an internal, internal or an external podcast. Yeah. I know I've had clients that were able to, they weren't planning on putting the podcast out on a podcasting platform, right? So they didn't need to spend the money. Really, all they paid was the consulting fee of getting, oh, sure. you know, getting it sure. set up, but they used all of their current equipment, their current platform, their current software. So it didn't cost them anything. Yeah. Other than, you know, a, one of us coming in and helping them launch. Yeah. And you know, a lot of us upgraded our home offices, especially mm-hmm. during the pandemic. We got better headsets, external microphones. If you've made an investment like that, there's a good chance you can use that investment while you are building out your podcast. And again, as your budget increases or if it increases, 
you may want to make more strategic investments here and there. But the nice thing is you can get started for absolutely nothing if you need to or want to. But starting out with a budget number is pretty important so that you don't overspend or spend in the wrong areas. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, I think the next two stops on our roadmap actually go very well together. Mm. So the title and the branding. Uh, Of course. Obviously. They want to be aligned, right, with our yeah. strategy and our goals and our budget. But we want to make sure that we have a catchy title. Uh, that people are, it's either one familiar and or catchy or both, hopefully mm. unique, something that's not already used. Yeah. Uh, and I know you have an interesting story <laughs> about having to pivot last minute. Can you share that? Oh, it was really last minute. So in March of 2020, we were maybe two weeks away from launching our podcast. The podcast was initially called What Goes Up. Get it? What Goes Up Must Come Down. Clever, (laughs) right? I figured people would get that. Problem is a little organization called Bloomberg also got that. Now, Bloomberg, you may know from more of the financial side because you know what goes up? Stocks, stock prices. (laughs) So when they launched their podcast two weeks before ours, we couldn't really follow up with one of the same name, even though, by the way, we had the branding, we had a URL, We had a website built out. So my co-host Shelly and I got together and we ended up pivoting to the name Take to the Sky. Take to the Sky also works. It's a common phrase that describes what you're doing when you're flying. You're taking to the sky. It's also the title of a Tori Amos song. We are both enormous, enormous Tori Amos fans. (laughs) And for us, there was that little bit of additional meaning. So the name ended up working out. We're really happy with the switch. but. You do want to watch that because launching those two podcasts with the same name, there would have, I don't think our audiences would have overlapped too much, but it still was not going to help the cause, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Yep. And with mine, uh, I already had books at the same title. So I already had the copyright. Ah. Uh, with some that I've seen in organizations, they, it's already uh, aligned with some sort of initiative that they're doing. Right. So, so that's nice. So thinking about your title, making sure your branding matches. So if you're within an organization, Mm. you already have that branding. Yeah. Perfect to work with. Uh, if you want to create your own podcast, consider branding, which is coloring, you know, the font, um, the intros and outros. Mm-hmm. You can do those for little to no budget too. Oh, yeah. My first podcast, I paid on Fiverr, I think 10 bucks for a voiceover artist. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then paired it with some, um, what is it? A royalty free music? Yes. Yeah. So it you works. can do that for very little. Just keep in mind, it's not necessarily just what we want. We want to make sure it's something that's going to appeal to whoever that listener is. Absolutely. And making sure that it's also something that people can find. So what is it? <laughs> SEO, search engine optimization, that's right. or whatever all of that stuff is where people can easily find you. Yeah. Keep that in mind. Anytime you Google... That's going to be your SEO right there. So you want people to find your podcast name as soon as they type it into Google. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Nice. Well, and then next up, structure. Uh, Of course. Yes. So make sure and think (laughs) about the structure you want for your podcast. Do you want to have guests? How long do you want podcasts to be? I mean, ours are mostly 20, 25 minutes, Mm. except for Take to the Skies, because that's that's totally different. Yeah. Story driven. Yeah. Yeah. 
but you know, 20, 25 minutes, I've seen some people do five minute podcasts, 10 minute podcast, you know, and what frequency, other things to consider, what frequency do you want to release it in? What will be the typical podcast flow? Are you going to have a script or uh, questions uh, that you will ask guests? Yeah. So making sure you're thinking about how you want that. And the best way to figure that out is go listen to a bunch of podcasts. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think Anytime it's driven from what your audience is going to prefer, that's going to be helpful. So Take to the Sky works well in an hour plus because people are there to hear lengthy, detailed stories. They want to be sort of wrapped up in the listening experience. Your learners may feel that way. You may be looking at longer episodes, but you may also be more focused on shorter, bite-sized pieces of podcasting that are going to be more aligned to how they're going to consume that information. Yeah. I do think it's helpful to keep in mind, though, that you can have a little flexibility there. It's okay to try things. If you find that shorter isn't working well or you're always running over, it may be that you're not running over. You have a 20-minute podcast instead of a 10-minute podcast. That's the fun of getting started, though. You discover these things and you find out what your learners or your listeners' appetite is for that content. Absolutely. Yeah. And along those lines, the uh, the uh, frequency of releasing, right? Yeah. So we decided on this podcast, I mean, we're busy. We're both running our own businesses. <laughs> you know, we already have other podcasts too. So we yeah. decided let's start out with every other week. Yes. We'll release an episode. And here's the beauty of it. You can change it. You can you can increase it. You can slow it down. Whatever you want. It's your podcast. Anytime. You can release special episodes if you want to go a little off cadence, but not permanently off. There are a million ways to creatively customize that experience. And as long as it's reflective of what works for you, and since this is about learning what works for your learners, you're going to be aligned and it's going to be just what they need. So Awesome. Now, I feel like we can't continue on this roadmap without getting into technology. Yes. Next stop. You know, technology is my favorite thing to talk about. I'm not mm-hmm. going to go as in-depth as I'd love to. <laughs> we'll probably do an episode totally on technology yes. because the other thing about technology that I've at least experienced is that it has been a journey for me. I started off with a laptop and a blue Yeti microphone Mm -hmm. and some earbuds that I had. And I've advanced quite a bit. I now have a little bit more of a sophisticated setup. And we'll talk through some of that later on. But one of the things to keep in mind when it comes to technology is that you're really looking at two different types. Let's start with hardware since we started there. Having a microphone and headphones and a computer is really where you need to start. The most important investment you're going to make, this is going to tie into budget too, is going to be the microphone. The better the microphone, the better audio quality you are going to get. And I've heard this a couple of times. I wish I had a better source or had come prepared with a source today. But there is data out there that shows that when you're thinking about video, for example, if the video quality is poor, but the audio is good, people will stick with it. If your audio quality is not good, if your audio quality isn't as close to top notch as you can get, can get it, you are going to lose people. So that is your investment point. Make sure that you've got a good microphone. It doesn't have to be the most expensive. It just has to be be capable of capturing some really high quality audio. 
And along those lines, your headphones matter, but they matter less, meaning your brand or the type, it's not going to be as important, but it is helpful for the audio quality. And the reason is because of echo. Yeah. Not something a lot of people realize. It's actually something a lot of us discover <laughs> as we get started. <laughs> it's that special surprise when you're editing and you're like, why does this sound terrible? Mm-hmm. That would be echo. That's the sound of your speakers getting picked up by your microphone. So your headphones are going to help you to avoid that. Software is my other favorite. And there are Mm -hmm. a lot of options in there. I don't want to spend too much time on it here with you today, Chris, just because we also have all those great resources on our website. But you're really going to be looking here at how you're going to be recording your audio, what kind of a platform or service you want to use. There are many, many, many different options. You're also going to be looking at hosting software. How are you getting all of your episodes out? So Mm -hmm. this is really going to be looking at if it's internal, perhaps you skip the investment for getting it out on things like Apple Podcasts or Spotify or Amazon Music or any of the the primary feeds where people get podcasts. But if your audience is external, you are going to have at least a little bit of an investment into a hosting service that's going to also distribute those episodes for you. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And the next stop on the roadmap, which we will take just a short, uh, <laughs> a short stop here is process. Yeah. Cause we go to a, a lot more detail in the supporting videos on this. And, um, well, I was going to say maybe the, the future stops will spend, I don't think we should spend a whole podcast episode on process. You got yeah. access. Yeah. <laughs> you got access wow. to the video. But the <laughs> idea is before you launch that first podcast, make sure that you have your processes squared away. It just makes things so much easier. Much this better. includes templates, um, like for episode descriptions, yep. a log of episodes and when they're going to be released and links that you can share in social media, which we'll get to next. Yeah. Um, templates for how you communicate with your guests if you're going to have guests. So make sure you have that workflow and process set before that first episode launches because yeah. it just makes life so much easier. Organization's good. <laughs> yeah. So speaking of marketing, yeah. next stop. I Yeah, I'm a big fan of, uh, of making sure you have a good marketing strategy in place. This is also going to be very audience-driven. So depending on whether you are looking at an internal or an external audience, it's going to help you determine what strategies work for you. So of course, if it's internal, you probably have internal channels you can rely on. External, I have to say, it's a little bit more of an uphill battle. You are out there, a voice among many, and it is Mm -hmm. about finding that unique voice and then promoting it. There are a lot of ways to do it. You'll turn to advertising, perhaps, uh, social media, asking people in your network if they can share and kind of help you spread the word. All of those are are really helpful strategies. But Chris, I'd be curious on your thoughts as well for this one. But I know for me, this is an area where I struggled when we were first Mm. launching Take to the Sky. Some of the marketing strategies I was given or recommended to me, they didn't feel authentic to me. And it took a while to really build out a strategy that felt like it was a reflection of Shelly and I and our voice and our intention. I think it's important to keep in mind there's space to discover and also space to say, that's a strategy that works for others, but it is not going to work for me. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, I I found it fascinating. So it's it's more in alignment with your strategies, right? So mine was content marketing. I wanted access to new audiences. So the guests that I invited on for my first podcast, I made sure that they had big networks and that they were willing to share 
the podcast with their networks, you oh, know, to get the, to the me- message spread. Um, but again, yeah, you have to go with what's authentically you. Mm-hmm. Uh, if something sounds like great advice, take it. If it doesn't seem to fit with you, yeah, don't take it. Yeah. Yeah. It's really important to keep that in mind because yes. at the end of the day, your podcast is going to be a reflection of a lot of things. But one of those things is you, what yes. you bring to it. That's probably as good a segue as any into the last two stops we're going to make on our roadmap. The first is hosting. And if you are starting a podcast, I would guess there's a very good chance you were thinking about also hosting that podcast. Now, you may have a different host in mind. You may be looking at approaching this as more of a producer, and that's absolutely fine. If you are thinking about hosting, though... There are a lot of things to keep in mind. And in fact, this is another space where I think we should probably spend a full episode digging into what it means to create that great listening experience. Absolutely. A couple things I would mention, though, as far as your hosting experience is concerned, selecting and knowing about your guests is going to be a wonderful first step for you. Know who's going to be there know a little bit about them. Know how you can establish a good rapport with them even before you hit the record button. Mm. That's going to do a couple of things. It's going to set them at ease, which is certainly something that you're going to look for in a conversation. It's also going to help you to identify if there are any similarities or you know things that you might be able to bring up or, or might help to add a little bit to the conversation. And I think, Chris, one of the things you say a lot, now I find I say a lot, you want to show up curious. <laughs> Absolutely. You want to bring your curiosity to every single episode that you have. Yeah. That for me has been an enormous driver. Sometimes it, you, you're you going to feel perhaps like you're coming unprepared. We typically recommend not showing up with a script because you will sound scripted if you have a script. Absolutely. If you show up curious though, you set the stage for just a really good conversation. The questions get a chance to flow a little bit more organically. I think that can be an enormous help as far as creating the listening experience that you want. Yeah, And I would say too, one other thing that you'd want to keep in mind, and this is a tough one. It's really tough. Maybe not so tough for everybody. (laughs) You want to bring energy to your episodes. Energy is... It's the secret sauce, in my opinion, because especially if you're not going to have video and you can't see somebody, your energy can transfer through your voice. And when you have energy, your guest will have more energy, but your yes. audience, your listeners, they're going to get that energy. They're going to get more excited about your topic when you bring it. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Well, and uh, be curious. I think that one, I like to give that advice just in life. In life in general. <laughs> but I think that fits for guesting as well. I agree. Which we will definitely get into. I, I think we should have a whole nother episode on hosting and guesting, right? We need one. On content, on technology. So folks, that's coming the next layout. One thing I will share for guesting is read everything that they send you to prepare. <laughs> and, and along those lines, know which podcast you're showing up <laughs> to interview on. Is there a story behind that? There's several <laughs> stories behind that, actually. That's not surprising. Not just one. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> we yeah, might need so, some space for those, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So so we will we'll have a whole episode on that, folks. And there is a list of suggestions in the uh, the course that we have for you. So we have covered a lot today. A quick overview. There are some videos that will provide more depth. And we have more episodes coming up for you. 
Yeah, absolutely right. So certainly recommend that you visit our website. It is innovativelearningstrategies.com. When you visit, you're going to get a lot of information. You will be able to listen to this episode and upcoming episodes through the players that we'll have there. But if you visit the resources section, you're going to see a section called mini courses. That is where we'd love to invite you to spend a little bit of additional time with us. There's a lot of great information out there. And we're going to go far more in depth through our conversations over the course of the next few episodes as part of this season, because podcasting is a really untapped learning strategy for a lot of us. So Chris, I'm excited to explore this with you and with others and hear from some of our listeners about how they're using podcasting or how they'd like to use podcasting in their roles and organizations. Absolutely. Thank you for joining us today, folks. We'll see you in the next episode. Thank you. We hope you learned a lot from today's episode. Go to InnovativeLearningStrategies.com for even more resources.